Howdy folks, it's Jonathan, your GM here for Demon Days, an actual play podcast with a focus on fiends and the friends who play them. Wanted to give you a little bit of an update going forward. Uh, we're going to continue our bi-weekly schedule for January and a little bit of the beginning of February, but then from there on we will resume our weekly schedule. And now for our shoutouts. I want to give a shout out to Kilowatt, who has done the character art for our campaign and has done an amazing job. You can find her work over at Kilowatt underscore art at Twitter and thebibliotaph.blog on Instagram. And I want to give a shout out to Arknight, the sponsors of our campaign from the very beginning, whose props, maps, and minis make our table a delight. You should really check them out. And now, let's get to it. Friends, fiends, it's so nice to provide me with all this ale at the door. It's like you know my whole shtick or something. Anyway, let's get into that whole storytelling thing, shall we? Our heroes, having just found all the Modron pieces, decided to turn on their horn devil pal. That's right, I'm using air quotations because they were totally not pals. Anyway, they killed the fuck out of her and her chain devil minions, and now find themselves with a construct to build. And that's where we'll pick back up in these... Demon Days! Aslan is going to kind of like use her sword to stand up and wobble her way over to the chain demon. As soon as she gets into range, uh, Yusuf's going to put his hand on her and give her uh, 10 points of healing. Oh, thanks. All right. She's coughing. The chain devil's <laughs> through the mask. This is the one uh, called Evisceration, who had the uh, mask that is the direwolf and elf face. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. And so through the mask, the mask is spotting completely with blood soaking through because it's a flesh mask and it's dripping out from underneath. And she's not very good with it at the moment. <laughs> so I'm going to um, kind of grab her by the throat <sighs> and my hands glowing a little bit, but it's not doing anything yet. And I just ask her, where where do we need to go? for the top of the mountain. <clears throat> Past us. <laughs> and like her, like she doesn't do much in the way of spitting at you because the mask is in the way, but she manages to gargle out past you. I kind of give a look at Yusuf and Fetter briefly. Kind of going... F- Fetter's walking like straight toward her with a knife out. Like I'm... No reason to stop now. You know what I mean? We, we had a long chat with the boss. I'll finish her off with the blast that I was like holding back in my hand <laughs> nice for sake of this you don't even have to roll it it's just you blast her face off and she crumples to the ground John again do, are these demons dissolving are they heading back to the hells or are they stuck here does the Aranya has stayed and we had to get rid of the bodies right but in Fetter's experience most people that are assigned somewhere get sent back to kind of like regrow and get a top firm talking to like Melanthar did. I don't think the chain devils are in a position to be allowed to return back. Uh, right. I was talking more about Ezekiel. Yeah. Uh, now you, you, her, she starts to melt away and 
become nothingness as she gets reabsorbed through the plane back into her level of hell. And yeah, all that's left is just a little bit of goo and blood where she once was. Uh, I mean, I would still go try to root through it and just be like, uh, anything left? Yeah, nothing nothing just... of uh, material, like uh, inanimate object, nothing that would have gone with her. Just her physical form. So right. her trinkets, her earrings, her bracelets, everything on her, like jewelry-wise, mm-hmm. would have stayed. The fork did as well. But, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I'll... I'll toss the body if we think they're, you know, hidden missives, anything that we didn't, you know, get from her, anything on her, you know, I'll root through the stuff. Okay. There, there is the, um, a bloodied small slip of paper that is just the basic assignment of finding and killing the progeny of Belial. Mm-hmm. This isn't a very secure place, so she would have kept stuff like that on her person. But it's all gross and bloody and goopy, but you can make out the text, the infernal text to just keep an eye out for the progeny of Belial. There any? So you said there's some rings in the jewelry. Yeah, just some basic uh, decorative rings. Nothing that would give advantage. No signet or anything like that. No. With uh, I will take the uh, the nicest looking of them, and just start working them on my fingers to see where it fits. Okay. Yeah, probably on the uh, closer to the thumb is probably where it's going to fit. They're a little bit on the bigger side. They're a little loose on your. Uh, your, pink, your ring finger, your pinky, mm-hmm. uh, they fit fairly, they fit okay on the uh, index, but the thumb is just the perfect fit. Taking trophies. Good to know. Hopefully someone recognizes it later as I'm stubbing a knife into them too. Everybody okay? I'm going to use the rest of my healing on myself, I think. Taz, how are you feeling? I could be better, but I mean, can't we all? Oh my God. I had inspiration the entire time again. <laughs> yep, so did I. Jesus oh. Christ. I keep forgetting I have it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn the 11 points of healing that I have left on myself, and then I'm thinking we can um, take a break, if that helps. Anybody else? It would me. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I don't have any tricks, but let's not overexert ourselves. It's been a busy day, yeah? Um, I'm going to, Fetter's going to walk past Yusuf as he does that, and then just, like, walk into kind of the cathedral room and try to just, like, grab dinner by the shoulder uh. and just try to, like, drag it off to the far end and, like, throw it up there and then start, like, pulling out pieces of uh, our tiny friends that we're going to have to find a name for here pretty soon. All right, who's got uh yeah, let's camp down. Let's, uh, I don't know, I, I abhor an unsolved puzzle. So maybe we uh, put our friend back together again and uh, see what happens. Thoughts, feelings? As you say that, uh, Fetter, mm-hmm. Sunny, in her saber-toothed form, she comes into the the, th- uh, the cathedral and just sits down on her hunches. She's wounded, but she's like, she's staying in the form for a little bit. She's just chilling. I thought she was going to eat the body. Then the use of would have been the only person who hadn't had a taste. Mm-hmm. Right. Of, oh, you of, know, that's right. She's does. Dan the cultist. She um, uh, sniffs Dan the cultist. <laughs> takes a chomp on it. You see the, the muscles shudder a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's person. <laughs> and then really, I'm, I'm a fucking tiger. And then ah! starts to start chewing on it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, I'm going to be like, right, do I, who's got all the pieces? What was it? Body, arms, legs, head? I had the torso and the uh, the core, I think. Um, he's going to, oh, for fuck's sake, he's going to hang on to... Um, He's going to hang on to the necklace that he has <laughs> with the prayer beads. And, um, okay. Babe, high or low? Uh, high. 
Okay, you get um, plus five. You get six more points back. Oh, if we're taking a short rest, I already used hit die, so don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I think we're taking a long. Right, I mean, Yusuf, you're a when long you... rest is is a full eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is technically about one ish in the morning for Dauber the eighth. Yeah. Uh, Fetter. So like you guys just it's, did this we've fight. We've been up. We've been up. And we've been up searching this whole place this whole time. So I figured it was. It's been twenty hours. Yeah. Maybe eighteen. It's been a long day. Yeah. So you guys are. It, I'm taking it to be that you guys are doing. You're gonna piece it together and then just hit the sack. Yeah. We sure we want to do that like here where if other cultists show up, they can walk right into us. I was figuring we could do it in the barracks area because there were beds in there. I can't remember if they were still intact or not, but I mean, it's a little musty there. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing, right? She was the tip of the spear. She said so. We've come up behind them and we've killed every other group coming forward, right? Yeah, I think I think we might have a little bit of time. So anybody Cummins. At least a day behind us. Maybe, you know, like no one has caught up to us yet. Not, I'm not saying they're not there, but I think that I think we can hot rack through an eight hour shift, you know, and just not get beat, you know. I'm fine, you know what I mean? Like, I could get my little cultist trick back, but other than that, I'm aces. But you two look like you could take a nap. So. I'm going to tinker with this guy and uh, see if maybe, because who knows, like, why not figure this out now while we have a minute? And then, yeah, we head into, uh, we head towards the Titan, yeah? I mean, head forward, but it sounds like all the action's towards the Titan, not up, uh, not up at the keep. Well, I'm fine with just a short stop, shove some food in our faces, maybe power nap. <laughs> Yeah, but don't you need your tricks? You were doing a lot of tricks. I get them back in a short rest. Oh, fun. Yeah, I don't know. Yusuf? I could use a... The big one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried. About, yeah, it seems right. Can we put you on top of Galahan and you'll just sleep there and we'll go... We'll pull him along. Into the wild unknown of an ancient dwarven fortress <laughs> that used to be a dragon's horde? I think he deserves it. <laughs> gonna, gonna say no. Yeah, gonna no. say. I think he can have a rest. Ah, definitely don't prepare for a head. Woo! I think he can have a rest. I'm not. I think I'm gonna say no. You know. I think I'm gonna say <laughs> bed. Uh, look, I don't do any of the magic things, so if this thing requires magic, can't do it. But I'll at least uh, uh, take a look at it mechanically and try to piece it together. And John, can I do investigation? Slide a hand, something like that. Try to put this boy back together again. Uh, yeah, because you also have the instruction booklet too. So I mean, if you, if you want to even get advantage to yourself, that's fine. You've got okay. you've got the materials you need to know. You've got the LinkedIn videos up, right? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, the, the instructions are on YouTube. Uh, Brilliant. Uh, 21. Does it come with an Ikea pulled out? <laughs> well, yeah, we had yeah. the instructions. Yeah. Yeah, there's no words. It's just pictures. Like, do it with a partner. <laughs> pencil behind the ear. Do you have the special wrenches? Yeah, no, they come with it. They come with it. I do have a set of thieves tools and a forgery kit. So... Um, John, I'm going to pick up uh, the rope of entanglement. Make sure I grab that back. And I'm also going to... Um, did you say the chain devils didn't leave? They did not, no. Okay, so I'm going to take all the chains off of them. Okay. Um, and then uh, carry them over and drop them into the into the, the lava. Just in, just in case we need to say that no one's been here. Sure. Or at least 
make it look like they just kind of disappeared. I'm going to dump the dump the bodies in the lava, but we're going to keep the chains. I'm going to pile them like uh, someplace back behind this area, like over here, the back of the room. Oh, the the bodies? No, the, no, the chains, the chains themselves. Oh, the chains, the uh, bodies you're sending to the lava, yeah. you said. Along with the other cultists after we search them, whatever ones are still left. And then I'm going to take the healing that I have from these two. So that's... Four and 12 is another 16 points. Okay. Um, so while you were doing that with the bodies, did you get help or did you just take them yourself? You hoist them up and toss them in? Yeah, I'm doing them myself. Okay. Unless cause, unless anybody else wants to help me, but I think Fetter is focused on the contraption and I'm not sure what... Right. They are both much lighter without their chains. I'll help you with words. I'll give you words of encouragement. I'm not very strong. So like I said, I'm doing this by myself. And <laughs> right, you don't find anything on their bodies either, Yusuf, as you're doing it, because it was all they were wearing was chains. Chains. That's it. That's so, what I figured. So yeah, you toss them in, and uh, yeah, you continue your healing. Uh, for Fetter, uh, with that 21 roll, is more than enough, because a lot of it is pretty self-explanatory to put this construct together. You have the booklet with the IKEA instructions. Uh, in your opinion. They could have been a little bit more clear, uh, especially with like what side goes on where. Yeah, they, the 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 joined arms were upside down first, and then to take them off, you had to flip them over so that they're right side up. Put left on right instead of right. Right. Yeah, and it's not like some of them were labeled like some of the newer types of constructs are are labeled. So like mm-hmm. this is arm C, this is arm B, that sort of thing. It's like mm-mm. no, this is a little bit more rudimentary. But you get <laughs> you get it together, and you have the body built. The, the head, the torso, the arms, the legs, all that's left is just the modern core itself. Do you put that in or are you holding on to that? Uh, I mean, I'll put all the other parts together and be like, right, so do we plug him in? Do we put the batteries in or what? What do you think? Galahan's going to go back out front to watch as well. Okay. Well, we might as well boot him up. Yeah, and just see what's going on. All right. Sure. And Here then- we go. And I'll just like, and just click the last two bits into place. Cool. Sunny removes her saber tooth form and, uh, you know, her face is all bloody from the corpse. And the core clicks into place with surprising ease, Fetter. Uh, you hear a gasp of air escape in response. The uh, pupil of the modern core rolls back for a moment, and all you see is just the white. And you see the joints t- tightening and sinking with each other from foot to head, just. They're reforming, they're getting the right posture, and everything's connecting, all the pieces and the cables and the cords. The effect looks rather ridiculous <laughs> from afar. Eventually, the eyes themselves go from dark to white. Just They start glowing white, and you know, seams appear at the mouth, and it opens opens like a flap and you see a little speaker box inside because it's got because it's got it's got the the body is essentially an eyeball right yeah like a big eyeball big eyeball and then it's got a head with it didn't it have a jaunty mustache yes yes i remember because she was using the head as a and then it's got eyes above so it's got like a big center eye and then like two actual eyes on a head right right so you sense that the eyes that are up there are mainly just to indicate that power exists to this thing the power is on okay. they're not eyes that work they're just like LEDs essentially they're just saying hey this thing is on this is running this is the green light on the router that says hey it's actually on the the eyes are at the torso that's where its vision center is uh 
and the mustache from the mustache below it there's like a like a little it's like the jib jab videos the thing just pop the mouth just kind of pops down slides down mm -hmm. and you see a little speaker box in there and out it takes a second the vocal connection creaks and croaks a little bit but then you hear hello i'm designation flotsam as decreed by the prime i'm currently in use by the nimbus construct which facilitates complex communication as well as repetitive tasks as set forth by the designation friendlies i have seen the friendlies and their actions and find service to them agreeable I will achieve any task with reasonable limits of time and space and the physical laws of the plane I reside. I am not a combat unit and have no proficiency currently installed. However, my capacity allows for limited experiential memory. I'm, I'm like looking at Tazlin, but I just want to scroll to the bottom and like hit accept. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every time with these things. Do you accept the EULA? Yes, yes, we accept. <laughs> yes, 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 whatever. Take me to jail later, whatever. Usually I'm one to read a contract, you know what I mean? Usually that's, I'll read the whole thing, but somehow it's the voice. Except with iTunes. Fuck that. Except this, I just want to scroll to the bottom and hit yes. Yep. Um, anyway. <laughs> and that's all it says. It just then looks at you directly and wait very good flotsam hi so um designate friendly here um are you currently connected to the prime negatory i am taking my long rest while this is happening why don't you uh why don't you stick with us we will give you directives uh as required everyone that you see designated friendly yeah and uh let's if should you reconnect with the prime do not Standing order, do not make the Prime aware of designate friendlies unless you notify us first, okay? Accepted. Very good. Uh, right, Yusuf, oh, Yusuf's not enough. He's had a long one. Um, <laughs> where, where should we bed down, buddy? He went over to the barracks for a bed. All right. I can scour the area to ensure it is safe. Flotsam, why don't you just keep an eye here in the market? Yeah, don't leave any farther past there. Accepted. Okay, and uh, come find me, or whoever's on watch, if you see anything, okay? Accepted. Well, I'll take first watch, Tez. Do you want to, any particular place you want to go? I mean, I'm fine being here. Yeah, I mean... There's food. No, yeah, true. Oh, I had my fill. It's uh, actually pretty good. <laughs> and uh, Sunny just kind of walks God. out. <laughs> and she walks out the door, and she's just like, I can't believe I did that. Don't feel too bad about it, Sunny. Weirder things have happened. Uh, We're all just meat on the inside. Yeah. So I'll just, uh, I'm just going to, like, have a seat at the edge of the uh, of the fountain and pop my flask and, uh, yeah. and just uh, take a couple nips off of it and roll a smoke and take my watch. Okay. Sounds good. Sunny is going to take Hugh from Yusuf and take one of those places down there, down in the um, bedded areas. And she's out, leaving you for your watch. And uh, do just a general perception check. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19. 19, on top of what you've already got. You uh, don't see anything, but you would have seen it from any which way had something happened. So it's a pretty peaceful night. I'm kind of, I'm kind of keeping my eyes peeled towards that basilisk yeah. area. What? Whatever for? <laughs> you know? Right, right. 
<laughs> just to see if they start moving out of that pit. Yeah, and you, you keep an eye. Nothing happens over there. You do see uh, Flotsam kind of doing this perimeter. It's more of um, following a preset pattern that it seems to have algorithmically kind of figured out that these areas might be good for this area. And he's not leaving your sight either. Just right. doing a run towards where the bridge is to the north, past those statues, in past the tents. And the modern core is just eyes are darting left and right. And... Uh, yeah, so between the two of you, you would have seen anything. Every time he walks by me, I give him a math problem, <laughs> just for my own amusement. <laughs> Flotsam, what's 110 times 72? And uh, the construct does give you the answer. I do not. <laughs> the mathless DM. <laughs> then I'm like, Flotsam, who's the, who's the current king of the Dominion? Like, it's just like random Google searches as right. he walks by, <laughs> just to kind of gauge. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do, uh, I guess I'll do, as, he, as I'm doing that on my watch, I want to do an ear for deceit to see if I get the sense. Like, he seems like he's all ones and zeros or the magical equivalent, but... Yeah. I want to make sure that there's not something, as I'm lightly talking to him, mm -hmm. uh, that he's trying to hide from me. Hey, I rolled a natural one, so. <laughs> you believe everything he says. I guess if he is, we'll <laughs> find out later. I mean, he sounds he sounds legit. He sounds ones and zeros, like you said. I mean, it's right. It is what it is. Uh, and then near the end of your um, watch, you <laughs> you start giving him jokes. And that's a funny situation because oh, it's sure. a modern. It doesn't get jokes. And that's amusing to you. I love it. And then your watch ends. Cool. I'll, I'll come out after having eaten my fill and had, a, had my fair share of infuriating interactions with my books, as usual, um, towards the end of his watch and come sit down next to Fetter and just kind of be like, so how are you feeling about all of this? Uh, which parts? All of it. It's kind of gotten, I don't know, strangely tensely real ever since the tower. More so since the monastery. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Before, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. And now I feel like we're getting a clearer and clearer picture. And as someone who, again, abhors an unsolved puzzle or an unknown mystery... I find it rather exciting. Even if the odds are shit, and we've all been betrayed by those most dear to us, better to know than not. I don't know. So, at least we have a, a clear goal. I don't know. I know it's a little paint by numbers, but tower, tower, tower. You know, if we'd have showed up here and there was nothing, maybe I'd feel weird. But this all seems right. You know, I'm a little, look, between you, me, and the fountain, and, uh, hey, Flotsam, earmuffs. <laughs> um, definition, earmuff. <laughs> things you put definition. over your ears so you don't hear. Uh, do not record audio for the next minute. Do not comprehend audio for the next minute. <laughs> Accepted. Okay. A bit worried about Yusuf's little... Uh, agricultural side quest. You know what I mean? This place is all bad, according to the history books, mm -hmm. and has been all bad several times. So, I mean, you and I both have our secrets. He seems to be more of an open book these days, but we really gonna wake up a titan? You know what I mean? Like, 
because that's what that's what when you put the magical seed of power in the hand of the titan you wake up the titan right and that's the same titan that uh the cult seems to want to build the modron siphon in i don't know maybe it negates it but maybe we unleash you know a 5,000 year old beast onto the world which you know at this point we've killed mostly baddies Ugh, whatever but I mean he could be a royal pain in Lugarius's ass which would just be kind of funny but uh, I don't know I don't know what do you I mean you seem bothered what are, what are you bothered by well I guess that's just kind of the issue with making deals with gods right as you never know what their plan is what they're aiming for good bad somewhere in between yeah it seems like both he and i have been pointed in the in the direction of this titan sure i don't like it any more than i did yesterday so as a uh, someone who spent half my life around a bunch of pirates and the other half of my life spent around a bunch of de- devilish lawyers you always have a you always have a flintlock loaded and you always have a backdoor written into your contract you know what I mean? So, personally, I'm of the opinion you you don't have... The Raven Queen's been helpful, sure. You don't owe her anything more. You know what I mean? Like, you can always... You always have the ability to renegotiate, is what I'm saying. Mm. And I dislike this Belial's line lineage deal that's come about and brought my dear old dad back into the picture a little bit more than I've ever wanted. Oh boy. Chosen one. Very exciting. Yeah, but these, I mean, she seemed pretty far up the chain and she was either too dumb or too lazy to figure out that she was, her charge was standing literally right in front of her. So I think that my guess is they know, but they don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not sure it could be me. It could be... The kid? The kid. Well, he's currently surrounded by the biggest army in the world. So that's not a terrible place for him to be either. That's true. Better there than on the road with us, you know? I mean, I know you're worried. I can tell you're worried. And it's not wrong to be. But they're still fucking playing shoots and ladders at these towers. So if they make a play, I feel like we'll we'll know. Someone will... Fee will tell us, or you'll see it, and then we can act accordingly, but... Speaking of which, I haven't checked in in a hot minute, so... Yeah? And I pull out my scrying ball. I'm happy to stay up a little longer while you do all that. You're welcome to stick around. I say we let um, Yusuf get a solid night's sleep. I'm pretty good with catnaps here and there for right now. Sure. So yeah, I'll I'll keep watch while she's scrying. We have uh, some roles that dear daddy dearest and little thing need to do. And it only applies if they're on this plane, correct? Correct. Got it, okay. At least the same plane so, as me, I believe. Hold on. Duh. Yeah, same. Yeah, double check it because I... Same yeah, plane of existence. Yeah, as you. As you. In my 3-5 okay. game, I was playing by 5e rules, and, like, I was insisting that people off the plane I couldn't see, and I was, and they were like, no, nah, man, you're fine. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the you get nothing from the Cheshire roll still uh, at this point. Of course, uh, that asshole. The clouds swirl around, and it's, you know, that uh, 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 on the telephone where it's like, nothing. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> 
little thing rolled really low. Rolled a three. And uh, yeah, so you're going to get some vision. I would imagine when I was scrying for uh, Cheshire, the um, lost connection, not connecting is like nothing, literally nothing happens. Right. You've kind of troubleshot this to figure out that if it if it if nothing shows up for this amount of time, uh, probably it's not going to connect. Yeah. Or like it's that thing you get. <laughs> everyone does that. Like, OK, there's no indicator that you failed. So you have to judge based off a little 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 ticks. And yeah, nothing happens. And you give it you even give an extra five minutes just to see like, oh, did this is this just waiting? Is it just is he a long ways away? Is there a ward? Is there? No, mm-hmm. nothing. OK. And then you move over to Little Thing. And so since you're about the second watch, uh, it's still fairly early in the morning. The cloudy view swirls around. And at first you think, because you've waited so long for the Cheshire one, that, oh, this one failed too. No. It clears away to a very quiet ground and a very eager Little Thing who, for whatever reason, just was too excited to sleep and just wanted to sneak around and play... Rogue, ooh, spying on anyone who has just woken up to prepare for the day. Uh, servants, things like that. He's peeking around corners, uh, doing that cronk thing like that. Da, 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 da. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoa. Yep. And all the architecture is pointing like, he's here. But no, he's not doing very good. He's rolling very low, continually on his stealth checks. And the staff is just like, okay, yeah, whatever. He's knocking things over. Like, oops, running out of a room. It's pretty cute. Um, And then he notices something. And he follows it down a very dark hallway. You sense some apprehension on his face. It's a bit spookier to him. And you see this tall fellow, bald, uh, milky white eye and dark clothes and he's talking directly to a hunched over robed figure and they're talking for a long time and little thing tries to get a a better view he's getting closer and so far so good or if he's noticed no one seems to care but he does bump into one of the columns and a bit of stone cracks from it and he's like and makes a break for his room just as fast as he can he looks back behind him he's so scared nothing no one following and that's where your vision ends as he jumps into his bed it's a fluffy bed and just covers himself up and and the vision's out hmm okay so yeah while she takes her walk you know I'll stay up with her for a little bit and then I'll just uh, I'll sit down I'll put my back up against the inside of this fountain and just kind of like kind of nod off that way sure and yeah, Teslin, to begin your turn after this point, just do your uh, do a perception check. Um, while uh, the Modrin is walking around, <laughs> anytime it, it gets around back, it's coming back towards me, I'll ask it a little thing about like what it thinks of fashion. Like, how do you feel about top hats? How do you... <laughs> <laughs> The top hat one, it stops and just directs its attention to you. Explain. You know, really, really tall hats that you wear on top of your head. It reaches its hand and and pats against its metallic feather hat head, like... Tall hat, top, top, top of head? Mm Mm-hmm. And it just, like, its hand just keeps going up and down. Up and down. (laughs) Anywhere in between. What you like. Is this acceptable attire? I suppose you could do with a little bit more color. Clarification. 
are top hats acceptable attire in this world? Certain parts of it, sure. I will be on the lookout for one. I'll take like one of my sashes off of my belt and like go over and wrap it around his <laughs> neck so he has a little scarf. Be like, much better. <laughs> the head does not respond to you, by the way. Uh, it doesn't even look down. The eye on the modern core on the chest torso just like looks up, like like looks up, like like kind of goes back and forth, left and right. It's trying to like get a good view with its you know wide lens. Fancy, very <laughs> accepted. And then starts making surrounds <laughs> again. Um, I did not do very well on my perception. I was very distracted <laughs> by my books and by this modron that I was conversating with. Um, <laughs> I only got an eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it, the books and the your attention it was it was difficult to pay attention during this time, and it didn't help that this flotsam character is a weird duck, you know. And thankfully, nothing happens. At one point, when he comes back around, I'll be like, Flotsam, do you happen to have a family member named Jetsam? Designation Jetsam. Scan, prime, connection, disconnect. Hmm. And then it stops and <laughs> it turns directly to you again. Verbal, humor, registered, clever, name, turn of phrase, material, plane? Old mythic story, I guess. Registered. And then <laughs> he's going on. <laughs> And I just kind of like hold when I say mythic story, I just kind of like hold up one of a book and like tip it towards him, kind of like a ha ha. <laughs> and then yeah, it continues to watch, and your watch is uneventful, but that pretty much made your watch the probably one of the more fun ones you've had in a little while, and uh, definitely is good for what ails you from your visions in the the orb and things like that. And yeah, your watch comes to an end, and you got about one more, or I'll just keep going. I'll do another watch. Okay. Like I said, I'll let I'll let Yusuf sleep. Cool. And yeah, the same thing happens again, just in cycles, and eventually you get to the joke stage of this, which <laughs> I am really entertained by this Modron because I'm not very perceptive at all. <laughs> yeah. Eventually you realize it has stopped doing its rounds because it is just waiting for you to continue to say more, like At one point I think I'll start trying to teach it how to dance. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, follow me. Ready? As I raise this hand, you raise that hand. Okay, now we're going to step this way and step that way. <laughs> and it's it's starting, it's that early stage of learning the dance where it is not quite sure of its robotic body yet. So there's a few times where it's reached out to grab your hand to do the, like to do a two-person dance and it's just hit your hand really hard and been like, registered pain apology. Nope, nope, it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> yep. And then a couple times where it steps on your toes and then physical harm. Yep. Who needs toes anyway? They're just silly appendages. <laughs> I'm like Register. wiping a tear away. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then in response to that, it says, who needs toes anyway? Registered. And then starts to lean down and like pick at its feet. Nope. Nope. That was, that was, that was, um, a turn of phrase. That, no. Turn of phrase. Mm -hmm. Turn of phrase. Local. File, exploration, turn of phrase. Yes, not literal. Correct. <laughs> then that ends your watch. I might have a little bit of a limp for a couple of hours. 
Yeah, for a couple hours. Uh, one final thing before your watch ends and the day starts and everyone starts waking up is your mind just at the end kind of flits to that orb that you you guys grabbed earlier, the one that you held the pinpricks in it. You just mm-hmm. start thinking about it and you're like, hmm, nice. That was a nice orb. It just seemed to kind of grab your attention again out of nowhere. I'll pull it out of the bag. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is it still wrapped up? Yeah. Okay. You sense, uh, as it's still wrapped up and your hands are on it, that the the needles or the pins inside it are trying to push against the cloth a little bit. So you see it reacting to your hand. So in the cloth, it kind of feels like those face things that you put your hands through at the, yeah. kid, the kid's toy. Yeah. It feels like that through the cloth, just kind of poking at your hand. Not a, not an unpleasant feeling, but if you if you put too much pressure on it, you might be a little sorry. But yeah, it's intriguing. Can I do another arcana on it as I'm like messing around with it? Sure. Um, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh, and what are you? What are you trying to determine? Just it's. What what about it? Are you trying to ascertain? Just kind of like its purpose, what it might be made of, um, if it is like magically charged through that like blood magic stuff like that. Mm. Given the construction of it, the way the pins are, and close examination, you can see some dried blood on on it. Almost tough to see. You sense that there is blood involved in some element to it. Not necessarily like how the Skirrel gems are like using blood to amplify magic, but almost as if maybe it wants blood. Mm-hmm. It's just there's an element of it that's going to draw blood, and that's it. You sense that the way the pins inside the cloth are still pushing against the pressure of your hand, like they're trying to get to you, it's responding to you. And you sense that there's also an element that's not necessarily trying to take over your mind, but it's causing you to think about it. You know, there, there's some tricky mind stuff that's charming. And every now and then you see the cloth kind of open on the orb itself, the pins, and you almost want to touch it. Nothing too serious. And you think better of it. But you're like, oh, I would love to feel that surface. That seems... It's so like, bright and shiny. It doesn't concer- it doesn't seem to concern you, like, like worry you in the way that maybe someone's like delving into your mind or uh, detect thoughts might, where it seems invasive. This just seems... A gentle whisper in the ear, you know, uh, a little breathy whisper in the ear in terms of just, look how nice that is. Isn't that great? I'll like set it down on the ground in front of me. Um, okay. I'm not touching it anymore, but it's it's on the ground and I'll definitely kind of spend time drawing it in my journal and writing a couple notes. Sure. While I'm waiting for the watch to end and everybody else to wake up. Yep. And about by the time you start finishing up, that's when everyone starts getting up, getting dressed, getting back to this main platform area. Sunny gets up there fairly quick and just stretching, rubbing the sleep out of her eyes, getting the, the sleep out of her shoulders too, and eyeing the cathedral. And she starts kind of walking towards it as if she might be going for breakfast. She's like, I'm just curious of the place. You know, I want to look inside and, you know, and she shuts the door. I kind of shout after her, make sure to use salt on the pieces that are left. I mean, listen, do we leave her? (laughs) Prime opportunity. Maybe might be for her own good. Just saying. She's not the smartest cookie, but let's be real. She's not Cadence. Yeah, true. All right, fine. Just point it out. Lots of acknowledged. Follow mode, please. Operate quietly until addressed. Move quietly unless notified. Accepted. Attempt will be made as optimally as can be. Morning, Yusuf. How'd you sleep? Good. 
You know, if you do that, I'm going to do that. I just woke up. God damn. I slept well. I slept well. That uh, that bed was for shit, but I was able to pull together padding from the other rooms and just kind of made a nest in a corner. It was... Not bad, not bad. And I'm just like pressed a digit penning the suit clean. <laughs> just like blowing, you know, a little air bath, a little magic. <laughs> right, so um, south and then west, right? Who's got that map? We're heading towards the Titan. I know it's that way, and then I like point down the long hallway on the other side of the building. Right, but remember there was the little, and I'll root through my pockets and pull it out. I don't have it in front of me, John, but. Um, the, the map. Yeah. Can I? Yeah, use the first fall map. There we go. Right, so we want to head southward, obviously, and then, uh, but Frosthold, we should try to be looking to hook west, right? And try to get to the Titan? Yeah, I think so. What does that say again? Missing, claimed. John, what is that last word? I think it's impassable, but it's been so long since I scrawled that that. <laughs> Fantastic. Welcome to DM handwriting 101. Yeah. Missing, claimed, impassable. Right. So we at least have a direction, yeah? Well, I know when I divined which way we needed to go for the Titan, it did say past the cathedral, so. Right. I have a feeling that's going to hook us into some tunnels, you know? Yeah. Um, but let's just always be looking to, if we're heading south, let's just keep an eye on the right-hand side for when we should turn off. Hate to miss our exit, yeah? Is that like a drowning hand? We good? Uh, Sonny, stop eating that guy. Let's go. I really want to say that in front of Yusuf. <laughs> She's right out there next to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm done. It's fine. Uh, I was just a little hungry, a little peckish after... <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And I'll just keep walk by. <laughs> so mean. So unnecessarily uh, mean. Well, I mean, I just, I, she gets defensive. She, she falls for the ribbing. Like, uh, well, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bad or anything. I just, uh, uh and then she walks around, starts heading away. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> Construct follows Fetter. It's the main friendly. Yusuf, do, um, is, uh, Galahan coming with, stand put. What do you think? Um, I figure we'd be best interest to leave him there right now. He can keep a lookout. Yeah, certainly. In a clutch coming in the back last time in the fight. So why not? Shall I, uh, shall I scoot ahead a bit? Do we want to send a bird? What do you think? Yeah, you guys are about at the kind of precipice of this next area. So what are you, you going to do? I'm happy to sneak forward a bit. Seemed to work well last time. Yeah, we can do that. What can we see from here, John? I was going to say, what can we hear? If it doesn't sound like there's really anything moving, then... Yeah, you don't hear anything moving. So let me give you a little bit of a basic description of what you see. As you pop out cautiously, you see debris and devastation that gets worse past this area. And whether by a massive quake or just time plus unstable ground, there's like this large sinkhole that drops about 20 feet in front of you. Oh, dear. And among the... Debris, you see broken bookshelves, desks, chairs, cloth. This might have been another building at one point behind the cathedral or a market or... Uh, it's really hard to say now, but you see a corpse on the ground. The corpse, you do notice, has a bunch of tentacles and looks very devilly. And your mind goes to the audioc that uh, Ezekiel was talking about. Yeah. But it is dead, as far as you can see. Well, there's our trash demon. What kills a trash demon? Uh, so is that down 
So that's 20 feet down for me right now? Yes, 20 feet down. Okay. I will I will start to kind of slowly, cautiously move forward, and then I want to scan. I want to, like, CSI this crime scene and try to figure out, like, you know, eye for detail, what caused the sinkhole, or get a sense if I can tell from here what killed the Odeug. Sure. I'm going to move around the opposite side, John, just to be more eyes on this side. Okay. Sure. The uh, path along that up that northern side curve around the sinkhole here, there's not a lot of room for it. So I would just do a quick um, dexterity check, just a a low one, because there's a little bit of footing you're going to have to deal with there. Nothing too serious. That's what the hooves are for, buddy. That's uh, a 10. 10? Yeah, you're fine. The ground, it's more that the ground there is a bit more unstable from the sinkhole. Uh, not quite as sturdy as where you guys came from. Gotcha. But you do, Yusuf, manage to get over there, and you see a corpse of a brown giant spider. Also dead. Also torn to bits. Wonderful. And you can kind of see it from where you are, Yusuf, a little bit. And Feder, you have to squint a little bit because there's a bit of rock and it's all the same color. Mm-hmm. That there, there's another corpse further past the Odiac a bit. So, from what you guys are seeing where you are right now, this was a battle scene at one point or another, but it may have, like, it's already passed. Whatever it was, you missed it, and from the looks of things, it would have just been a very annoying encounter, more so than uh, too strenuous or deadly, but... Yeah. Right. And can I get a sense looking at the Odiag, um, eye for detail, what killed it? Was it the spiders or was there something else happening? Yeah, you see uh, a spider, the, the evidence of a spider attack. Right. And webbing around it. Is there a safe way down? It's a, you said 20 feet, right? About 20 feet. Is it sheer or is it kind of slit like debris? It's debris and slope that's very unstable. So you could put your foot down and risk it, mm-hmm. but there's a high chance that you would start to slide and fall. Looks um, looks pretty clear cut, but I could try to tiptoe my way down there if we thought there would be anything useful to find. I don't know. What do we say? I mean, yeah, it might be worth it as I'm looking over the body of the, the spider over here, just kind of searching it for whatever. Yeah, you find some ichor from it. and Same thing. Like, Did it look, did it look like it was killed by the Otiug? Yeah, a lot more uh, crushed areas, uh, areas where tentacles might have wrapped around and squeezed it. Part of the body looks crushed like a mouth might have tried to start ingesting it. So the evidence you see, Yusuf, and you can confer with everyone else, it looks like they stalemated themselves to death. Hmm. Interesting. So I'll continue on this, like, uh, on this western side. I'll keep heading south around the end of the room, constantly just kind of scanning down into the hole for anything shiny that pops up uh, and just kind of try to make my way to the end of the room. Um, are, are these, uh, are these um, cocooned bodies actually here, John, or are they just set dressing? They are there. A bunch of cocooned bodies. I'll move back over to this one and cut it free and see what I can find. As you cut it free, you see the familiar robes of your basic ass cultist, and they are long gone. They did not, they weren't hardy enough to even <laughs> begin to survive this. Wow, so the spiders eat the cultists, and then the Odiag kills the spiders. Wow, this is just a, a royal A1 clusterfuck. <laughs> a lot of good leadership here. You yeah. Know this. <laughs> Fine middle managing going on by Ezekiel. Uh And then, Fedor, where you are, you notice that the ground is very rough and sloped, mm-hmm. but there is a path ahead into some fallen rock that's about 
a little bit thinner than any of you, so it would be a squeeze with some effort and pushing and uh, some strength checks, but you think you could get through. That seems to be the only way forward through fallen rock and debris. Yeah. Uh, but, Fedor, where you're standing, a, a glint catches your eye. Uh-huh. Further down, uh, near one of the... There's like a skeletal body here to your east a little bit. You see a glint. And uh, it's a type of glint that you might see a, re- a light reflecting off a blade. Mm-hmm. And not just any, like, sword or short sword, but like a, a, a dagger blade. <laughs> right. So, um, shiny bit down there. I might try to, like, uh, you know, tiptoe hopscotch my way down the trash and pick that up. If everybody's okay with it. If I, uh, if I fall to my death, remember me. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll move my way back around 18 on the die, so I make that dex check. Sure. And uh, I'll find... Um, actually, I'll just come here to this side, to the end, and I'll pull out that, that rope and ha- have it tie itself around me and give him an anchor point so he can just go down the wall. Cool. So I'm kind of... I'm trying to remember what it's called, like, uh, but like French rappel. Belay. So like I'm going face first. When you're belaying. <laughs> Yeah, but there's there. Mission, there's your mission impossibling, right? But classic belay is your nose is towards is up. You're Aust- yeah, you're you're Australian repelling. You're r- literally running down the wall. Yeah, you're universal soldiering it. <laughs> running down the wall. Yeah, you're you're Mila. You're Mila-ing, right from Resident Evil Two. Just that running down the. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to do kind of, a, you know, the old Prince of Persia and just try to, like, find little points and just kind of acrobatically hopscotch my way down towards that dagger. Sure. Uh, the, the, with the with the rope and use of help, you don't have to roll for uh, getting down there. If you mm-hmm. want to roll for some finesse or showing off, I would <laughs> totally allow you to do that. I <laughs> mean, John, why would I ever do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not terrible. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah, you get some flourish in there. Some of the rock even starts to cave under you, and you're like, hey, you know what? I got this. And you just, you, it almost looks like you're defying gravity a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, you hear a whistle from Sunny, just, huh. Don't whistle next to a goddamn sinkhole, Sunny. Are you trying to avalanche <laughs> this thing on me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I got to be nicer to Sunny, but the, the, the flip hasn't switched hey, yet. She's your cadence. Maybe she's your cadence. Yeah. Like, no, no yeah. judgment. They're all my cadence. <laughs> They're all my cadence. I I don't immediately hate Flotsam, so that's something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll make my way down to the uh, to the body. Yeah, you get down there, and the, the, the skeleton itself is nothing too special. But in its hand, its bone hand, you see a dagger on whose hilt is carved uh, a skeleton attempting to cover itself with a cloak in a very, like, oh, I'm bashful. And <laughs> you see an unfamiliar inscription in a language you don't immediately recognize. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you look along the blade, you see some runes along it, and just looking at it, you think it might be silvered? Hmm. Fantastic. And just out of character, out of character, Fetter, this is something that you have asked for. Ooh, fun. It's that picture. Look at that picture. That's what it is. What picture? The, what uh, picture? The, uh, you tweeted it, I think. The, oh, fun. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Fetter. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I will um, just until DM I... DM giving some favorites there. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, pull my handkerchief out of my uh, shirt pocket 
and uh, just wrap it around the hilt just so I'm not, you know, I'm going to gingerly pick it up. I'm not just going to fucking grab it. Right, right. You know? It- and uh, uh, Taz, I may need a little uh, magic help when I get back up. Sure thing. And I'll... Uh, and I'll hop back. Uh, I'll work my way back. Uh, well, from the bottom, I'll do a, do one last cursory glance and make sure there's nothing else down here. And then uh, if we're good, I'll make my way back up. Uh, yeah, if you want to root around with an investigation, you can see if there's anything else. Sure. <laughs> 19 on the die becomes 28. <laughs> <laughs> you see everything. and um, No, there's nothing else that's that important. You see they're odd... Uh, weirdly unbroken bottle of uh, wine some ale I'll stash a good bottle of wine again very lucky that it didn't break in this sinkhole dusty dwarven wine <laughs> um, yeah and then I'll just make my way back up and uh, I'll definitely just be like my lady and hand the bottle off to uh, Taslin <laughs> alright and uh, also um, when we get when we stop somewhere um, do you want to take a look at this dagger anything I can do to help you Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would rather not take the time, but I don't know. What do you think? Well, I can look at it as we're moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, uh, take a look. I've been holding it in the cloth just to make sure it's not cursed or something. Deathly afraid of uh, not being able to negotiate my way out of a deal. <laughs> well, which one do you want to look at first? The dagger or the bottle? The bottle's just wine, as far as I can tell. This. Oh. Yeah, and that's just for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she's doing that, Yusuf. You want me to... I can squeeze through there see what's on the other side before we go pushing rocks around. What do you think? Yeah, might as well. No time like the present, and I'll try to, like, uh, you know, move my way up the rocks and try to squeeze through the passage to the other side. Okay. I would go Dex. You're, you're going to try to squeeze through. Use some okay. of your agility to get through the rockets. It's a squeeze. It's a, it's a squeeze for you, Fetter. I know you're a little bit on the, the mm-hmm. thinner side, um, according to the wonderful art by Kilowatt. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is. He's teeny. He's a little twinky boy. He's a, he's, a, he's a small boy. He's He's got, I'm pretty sure he's got like the swimmer, like agile, yeah. down, like yeah, parkour yeah. washboard abs. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. He's a small boy with a swole heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, so... When the when the die is a twenty, what does that mean? <laughs> you make you, you made it look easy. You made it look easy. Cool. See, it's those washboard ads and those parkour skills. Just, just like it, yeah. You didn't even knock any dirt down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you find a small path ahead of you. Well, I made it through, and I walk through and just kind of get a glimpse of what's in the room ahead of me. Yeah. I mean, not too far, but, like, just enough that I can kind of sneak and peer in. Right. You're not hearing any noise other than just... Well, you're not hearing anything, because you didn't knock any rocks down from your little perfect crawl through there, so it's quiet. All right. And you see the path ahead. It opens up a little bit, and you can see the, the, with the way the walls are shaped and jagged and how this path is so weird and twisty mm-hmm. that... You know, maybe this might have been a straight shot one day. You know, sure. once in the past. But at the very end of this is a big stone doorway with that's just open. If there were doors, metallic doors there at one point, they don't exist. I'll just kind of my head kind of pops back through the little hole. Uh, big giant door ahead. Um, so we should probably clear these rocks out and get the rest of you through. Uh, can I do eye for detail or investigation on which one of these rocks? 
are the best to kind of surgically move without collapsing this whole thing? Sure. Actually, yeah. Since you went so through there so well, you were mm-hmm. able to kind of figure out where things were and what they were. So yeah, definitely roll uh, with advantage. Get get that number up there. Sure. You've got a good feel for it. Uh, burp, 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 burp. That's a 24. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know exactly where to... Like, here's a weak spot. So, Yusuf, if you hit this part here uh, with your sword, and if you use some leverage, get a, like, gets a few people to help, you can start shifting some things away. There might be a little bit of a cave-in and slide as some of the rocks trickle down and slide down. But I'll probably, I'll probably use the mall for it. So... As long as everyone's too like close to Yusuf when he does it, and you guys just keep a good handle on things, you should be fine. Especially with where Fetter points out the various parts, it won't be terrible here. You know, this wouldn't cause a complete collapse. This looks like it's like relying on this gravitationally, so maybe don't hit this spot if you can hit this here. <laughs> Yusuf, yourself, you would need a you would need to do a roll for for sake of it, an attack roll on it, and just as long as you hit past the uh, AC on it, you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, pulling out the mall. Seventeen. Yeah, that's fine. Thirteen points of damage. You get all the right spots that Fetter tells you, and uh, enough is cleared away to especially get you, Yusuf, through. Which means uh, Sunny is able to get through. She's a pint between your size and Fetter's, and uh, and Taslin as well. The construct has no problem either. Fantastic. Uh, all right. So, uh, big giant doors, huh? I imagine I'm going to sneak forward again. Thoughts, feelings? Yeah. Go right ahead. Scout your scoutiness. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I'll stealth my way forward through the doors. And, yeah. As you come to the end of this little area, past it is all completely caved in, but you do notice a fairly okay-looking set of spiral stairs going down. Right out. Uh, nothing past them. No, most of the most of the stuff past that's all caved in. Oh, it's all caved in. Uh, all right, um, old dwarven stairs, uh, one way going down. I imagine this will take us to whatever intersection we're looking for. Uh, sweep around to the other side of this just to look through this little cracky crack. Is there anything in here? Uh, you don't see anything in there. Okay. Where do these stairs go? They go down. <laughs> And then you guys take the stairs down. I'll check in with Galahan before we start heading down. Just, uh, you know, how's everything looking out there? He communicates with you that uh, everything's still good. It's quiet out there. A few more birds, but nothing that would signify that they're warning of any incoming persons or creatures or anything. Just uh, general seasonal activity. Okay. The birds didn't get the memo that this place sucks. I mean, the outside sucks. Uh, (laughs) You guys take the staircase down and emerge it doesn't take very long you maybe 20 feet or so you take the staircase down about 20 feet and emerge to a ruined docking station of some kind uh, a few computing details stand out to you first you see a lot more brass and gears in the design motif here a uh, complete contrast from the Dwarendelve itself uh, second you see large wheeled metallic structures attached to each other by rails or they're on rails and they're attached to each other by joints and there are three of these structures Vehicles? Bookended by what looks like siege engines, or Fetter and Yusuf, that the siege engine comes to mind. And somehow the only wear and tear you notice on these things is just a thick layer of dust and a few spots of rust. And you notice, all of you notice, there doesn't seem to be much of a way to enter the middlemost wheeled structure, but on the two structures beside it, on either side, there are doors that are partially opened. They look like they're sliding doors. 
and the siege engine looking vehicle in the very front is not enclosed at all and has a built-in metal ladder to climb in and as you guys are taking this in almost immediately right behind fetter directly behind fetter with the follow order you hear uh flotsam chime in this is designation mechanist train and was intended to connect the world but prerequisites not met modron missing many seek modron modron sad connect to the world turn and look back to him a little bit Look at Fetter. This is a transport, I guess. Yeah. John, would I have seen anything like this in Dis or in any of the other planes hopping around? I'm happy to roll something for it. Yeah, I would roll. What do you want, history? History would be good. Okay. Not my best, but... Nope, seven. Uh, not sure. Sounds like, you know, the Madrin, as we've kind of heard, of kind of all about efficiency, yeah? The Madrin chimes in. Correct. Uh, Fetter, even though your role was low, you do vaguely remember that there was a lot of technology from the Modrons that, like you just said, is it for efficiency? And in DIS, there's a lot of people who have a kind of a hard-on for transportation and making sure that it is a lot more efficient. Because mm-hmm. essentially the way you get servants in the hells is through Avernus, through the River Styx, and they're just sludge, and they form it. Like, there's, there's so much in, like, oh, wouldn't there be a better way to just haul people in? And, uh... But it's more mythical in your mind. Yeah. And this just kind of puts... It's been like, oh, okay, this seems like something we would like and want to steal. That's about the extent of what you get out of that roll. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, yeah, what do you guys do with this train? If I pull out the the kind of the watch compass, which d- direction is the train track oriented right now? Uh, north and south. Okay. Flotsam. Acknowledged. Okay. A, let's go over this again. If you've got something to say, uh, find a nonverbal way to communicate that to one of the designate friendlies and do not speak out loud until spoken to. Yes, please? Acknowledged. Okay. Two. Do you think you can operate this thing if it's uh, Modron technology? Most certainly. Do you wish me to operate? I don't know. Seems like we're hopping on a train, gang. What do we think? My guess is this will carry us southward to some sort of junction area, and then we'll be able to uh, hop off and go west. But I'll uh, certainly try to put myself in a position where I can see if we need to, you know, slow down or jump off. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I suppose we don't really have any other choice. No, I suppose we don't. It's either this way or go back. All right, uh, all aboard, as uh, someone says somewhere, I'm sure. I don't know. (laughs) Flotsam, do your thing. Let's get this thing going. Acknowledged. And uh, I'll just, I'll quickly, uh, you know, as kind of walk the length of at least the car we're walking into and just eye for detail to see if there's anything, you know, is there a thick layer of dust? Is this, has this thing not, you know, it seemed like Ezekiel was the tip of the spear. So are we the first people here? What state was it left in? Didn't, you know what I mean? Like all the, all the usual questions. All the usual. Uh, do you actually go in to discern that or do you just kind of peek in? Like how are you approaching that? No, I mean, I'll send Flotsam ahead and then I'll come in right behind him. Sure. Uh, so he's heading towards the southmost, the the engine that's toward the south, the front, quote-unquote, engine, and he's climbing up into that. So there's an entryway into the train from there to enter, or any of the doors on the southmost cart and the northmost one. So there's doors there. So you have a couple different access points to go into. Mm-hmm. I probably would have gone up with him. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I'm gonna go towards the front, like towards the towards the business end, John. Sure. If the if the engine is, you know, if the engine is, you know, at the southmost point, I'm gonna go into that. That's the car I'm gonna go into for sure. And yeah, you get into that area and find that there's not really a door that closes, so you can actually gain direct access into that cart that's connected to the south engine, and it's just dust everywhere, thick layers of dust, untouched. Fedor, the minute you get in there, you realize, oh shit, we're the first ones here. Those lazy bastards back there didn't even get this far because nothing is touched until you get in there and start kicking up some of the dust. You know, (laughs) it's a little bit dusty in here now that you guys are in there, but untouched, broken, shattered boxes and shelving and things that could have stored stuff once upon an age, but it's a storage cart or a storage car, and not much purpose other than that. You do see in the middle of the car, a toward the ceiling, a, a, a latch for the top. So it looks like you get roof access from there as well. And yeah, that first cart passes muster. There's no traps, nothing weird. No one's been here. Hmm. I'll, I'll pull my sword and just kind of walk with Fetter while he investigates stuff. Um... I'll just be like, Flotsam, um, try to get this thing fired up. Don't if you if we start moving, don't go too fast. Uh, and then Yusuf, do you want to? We'll just walk the walk the cars real quick and just work our way from one back to the second and the third, just to make sure there's nothing lying in wait. Sure. Yeah. Is is everybody else getting on? Well, I think we're all doing it. Okay. Yeah. Now that you guys have checked that car, uh, car the first car, uh, Sunny gets in through the sliding doors and is behind you guys. Just keeping an eye out as well. Rolled pretty high, so she's got your guys' back, and Tesla and I imagine you're getting in there too. So you get through the cars. Uh, this next section, it seems like this car is divided in half. You didn't notice an entrance into this uh, second car from the outside. But the first one, there's a series of beds, about six of them. Uh, eh, dusty, moldy, a bit worse for wear, definitely aged. And there's a, another ceiling access point, a roof access point from there, and then a door ahead of you. You have to shimmy it a little bit to get through the next section, but past that, you find a lounge area. So it seems like this car is doing double duty of a basic lounge and a basic bedding. Nothing too hefty duty, nothing too first class. You're not gonna, there's not like a kitchen, you're not making food, it's just you have a place to sit down, you have a place to sleep. And then past that, the last car, uh, the third car, is another storage room. Same situation as car one. Bunch of garbage in there. Crates, boxes, another uh, roof access, and then access to another engine that seems to be how this thing can go opposing directions if it needs to. So there's a northern engine and a southern engine. Although a lot of it has caved in to the north that you can see from the from the vantage of the engine itself. So it's not like this thing could actually go north if you wanted to. Fantastic. Uh, how's Flotsam doing? Flotsam is looking at you guys. I have figured out what I need to do. I await your command. All right, uh, showing. Flo- um, everybody good? Sonny chimes in. Yeah, good. Uh, Yusuf, do you want to call your 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 steed or whatever? I'm not entirely sure he can make it down here, especially through that uh, the rocks that we had to move through. Might just be easier to summon him when we get where we're going. Oh, okay. At least that's kind of like that's that's kind of what I've. What I'm going with. Did, is there any way that I can get him down here, John, or would it be... Oh, well, you guys cleared enough of a path away that it might, you know, with his hooves, he might be able to get through, like... Thinking more of the antlers. Oh, the antlers? Mm, uh, yeah, you might have to summon him. Yeah, we'll just we'll just do that, and I'll uh, I'll communicate what's happening, that we're, we might be going out of range, and I'll keep in touch with him as long as I can. If we lose contact, I'll summon you to me. 
You get an, a, an apprehensive acknowledgement that comes your way. It makes him feel better. And uh, all you have to do is give the word and uh, Flotsam will begin. A mechanical manservant with a large eye in his chest? A large multi-car conveyance on rails? The Modrons sure do make some weird stuff, don't they? Anyway, what could possibly go wrong with taking a vehicle for a spin within the mysterious anonymous mountain? Well, plenty, actually. <laughs> but that will have to wait for next time, for I must be off. Let's meet again soon so I can fill you in on what happens next in these Demon Days. Thank you.